With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. not quite as entertaining when I do it. All right. But uh, we are live once again. It's been a little over a year. Can you believe that? Really? Well, I mean, it's 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 actually only been about 24 hours. <laughs> not even that long. Uh, okay. Yeah, but the uh, we did the the Halloween show uh, over a year ago. Hmm. That was the last one we did. It's been a long time. We've got a lot yeah. going on. Yes. But uh, glad to be back. Live Thank on the you. air. All three of us here. Again. Again. <laughs> uh, well, that's good stuff. So we're talking uh, We're talking a little bit of Hollywood gossip, I think, and then uh, kind of get into the topic for tonight. Um, sitcoms. Top 10 sitcoms of all time? Yeah, I think sitcoms maybe in general. Yeah, it's good stuff, right? Yeah. Everybody likes a sitcom, except for the people that don't. People who don't like sitcoms. And they're probably not listening to the show anyway. <laughs> that's okay, too. So that's good stuff. So it was, the, what was the, well, you know, the third listener over there rolling around on the floor. She's actually oh, rolling around on the floor. I can't see her. So it's okay. what was the Hollywood gossip you had? was the Hollywood you gossip had. I had? <laughs> you had. Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah. But she was, she she went out somewhere with Johnny Galecki, and now they're talking about them seeing each other, dating, yeah, reconciling. Were, yeah. From it was, it was a big the relationship deal. they had years ago. Right. Because they were. Now that she's they were divorcing her husband. Yes. Yeah. So I you mean, want them to get together. I, it's not that I want them to get together. I just, I just think that that's the way it'll end up. 
whether it's a, a you know, um, they're comfortable with each other. They, they did some weird like picture thing with a fist bump that was supposed to prove that they were just friends. And I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. You and I fist bump all the time. And, and we're not friends. But you say he's just a friend. <laughs> and I'm more than a friend. So you say. We're not friends? Does this mean that we're not friends anymore? Well, I don't understand the fist bump thing. I don't either. I mean, supposedly that people who fist bump are, are I guess, are just friends. They can't be lovers. <laughs> Why does that word wig you out so much? I, I just I think when people say like introduce people like, Hi, this is Steve, he's my lover. I think that's disgusting. Yeah, especially if Steve isn't your lover. I mean odd, <laughs> that's for sure. I just think that's a Oh, and by the way, my name's Brian. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's a gross way to introduce somebody. I mean Gross? I don't know. Maybe there's a better way to describe that. How about my, the man I'm seeing, my boyfriend, my, my gentleman, my, I don't know. My gentleman. My lover? I mean, come on. How, how is This is my man friend? I don't know. My lover is just. Grosses you out. It does. Yeah, I get that. So how do you think how do you think Kaylee Cuoco introduces herself introduces uh, Johnny Galecki? This is Johnny. This is Johnny. It doesn't take any more introduction than that. He's just my heterosexual man friend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who my fist bump? Right. I mean. He's, he's, he needs no further introduction. It's Johnny Galecki. The dog really wants to be a part of the show. Right. She's our dog. Yeah. So anyway, they had her pictured in short shorts and out with Johnny Galecki and her sister. Right. And that's fine. They've been friends for years. I, I well, I mean, think, they've been coworkers for years. Right. I don't think that you automatically have to jump to, you know, now they're... In bed, I think, is the end of that sentence. I don't think you have to jump to they're in a relationship, a romantic relationship. No, I just, I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't I, mean you. I mean, you know... No, I'm not involved with any of them. Yeah. Kaylee, Johnny, or her sister. Because I've never met any of them. They might be really nice people. I have no idea. Show's taking a really weird turn. <laughs> First show back, it's already odd. <laughs> Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So what are we talking? We were going to talk sitcoms tonight, right? Right. Favorites. So we have a couple of lists. Mm-hmm. You have your list. I have my list. Right. You want to start with your list? I. Uh, what was your list? Well. I have I have a couple lists actually. I have um greatest sitcom characters of all time. I have uh top ten sitcom families, which kind of goes into the converse the conversation. Um but one of the things when I when I was researching sitcom families, I found this this 
this paragraph that leads into the sitcom families. And it says, throughout the years, sitcoms have come and gone. But one thing that stays with you is a sitcom family from your childhood. Sitcom families have changed and developed more than anything else among shows. A sitcom family can alter the experience of growing up for a viewer. It can teach an audience lessons or can be a generational icon. It can speak, argue, I'm, I'm sorry, it can spark arguments, laughter, tears, and inspire real life lessons. Maybe it just provides 30 minutes a night that a real family sits down together to do something. Either way, sitcom families become part of our families in some small way. When I read that last night, I started to think about it because that's one of the things I did with my family. We sat down and we watched sitcoms together. And growing up, we sat down with our kids and we watched sitcoms together. And I, again, we said at the top of the show that I know people who don't like sitcoms for whatever reason, and that's fine. But one of the sitcoms that's on my list as a favorite of mine, I like because we were talking earlier about how it's relatable for me, and I think for both of us. And as we go through this list of sitcom families, um, one of the things that I have found is that sitcoms over the years have become less and less relatable because the, the families are just, they become kind of out there. They become watered down. They become cartoon versions of who we are today. Um, and they're just, yeah. And I think I don't, I don't enjoy watching. I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily family. disagree with that. Um, uh, I think that there are certainly exceptions. The, the shows that have been around for, quite a while now. Um, I know Modern Family is one of the ones that kind of sparked the, the discussion before we went on air. Um, but um, I, I think that a number of years ago, one of the families, the sitcom families, I think that kind of pushed the envelope was uh, Married with Children. Right. That's on this list. And, and how Married with Children... Um, kind of started getting into that characterization or that, that cartoonish version of what family was versus some of the shows that had come before it. Right. Um, Cause even you go all the way back to like all in the family, which isn't necessarily a, a snapshot of family life in America um, for everyone um, because it had some cartoonish um pieces of it you know rob reiner's character to me was kind of the buffoon um uh the main character was kind of the the buffoon but there was still some it was still kind of based in reality on some level and so it was very relatable because i know all in the family shows up on a lot of lists it does you're right <laughs> but um but i think as we got into uh the 80s and certainly the 90s i think sitcoms had, had I think probably in an effort to distance themselves from the the really great half hour comedies that had come before it because you can't you can't do some of the ones that we'll talk about that I know that are on the list um, you can't do it over and over again and still expect it to be successful you have to do something different but then you risk it being just a cartoon 
of what real life is. So Right. And I think not long ago you and I were sitting down there was a TV on and we weren't at liberty to change the channel. We were watching a sitcom about a family situation and it was just horrible. Right. I mean, it was the Goldbergs, right? Uh, well, there were, I think there was one on that was before that as well, but it was, it was unwatchable for both of us. And I just thought, wow. And it's not the first season that show or those shows had been on I just was so surprised that that's what people are watching now and that's what they find funny or entertaining. Right. And there are other sitcoms that are on that are dumbed down for the viewers. Yeah. That, you know, it doesn't, you just kind of have to turn your brain off to watch. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about potty jokes. I'm not talking about like that kind of humor. I just mean that there's just, you don't get but, anything out of it. Right. You just, it's just a mindless 30 minutes. And I, I guess, and I, and I, and I guess that's okay for some people, but when that seems, seemed to have been all that's out there, when you, when you scroll through all the channels and that's really all that they're marketing, all that they're showing you, all that they're offering you, I was really disappointed. Yeah. You know, didn't used to be like that. And you know that this top ten sitcom families, number ten on this list is Leave It to Beaver, and which was a great show. I loved Leave It to Beaver growing up, and I watch it now. You know when it comes on, you know me and anything. It's black and white. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> you know, that's the reality, people. But Leave It to Beaver, there's, there's always a lesson in there. There's always something that you're going to learn when you watch the show, and a show like that really wouldn't make it today because people aren't going to tune in. They don't care about that. And Modern Family is probably the closest thing to that. And you and I watch that and love that show. And, and there's a whole lot of, a whole lot of humor and great timing and wit. And my gosh, Lily, they get that child for a six-year-old has the greatest comedic timing I have ever seen for a child, you know? Um, but and but leave it to Beaver, you know that's what it was. It was a family with, you know, Beaver would get into some kind of shenanigans, and then they'd kind of reel him in and say, "Beaver, this is the lesson, and you're going to take your lumps, and you're going to we're going to take this away from you, and these yeah. are the hard lessons." That wouldn't make it today. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with that, but see, I I don't find Leave It to Beaver entertaining, um, in part because it's so predictable. And that predictability drives me nuts. But did you grow up watching it? No. I had seen it a number of times growing up because they've, they've never stopped replaying it. You right. know, out here in California, Channel 5 has, has replayed Leave it to Beaver forever. Um, so I've seen a number of episodes. I've seen enough episodes to know I don't enjoy it. And, and, and because it's predictable. That's one of the reasons why, I mean, you and I talked about this before, and I know this will be like a knife to your heart, but why I really don't enjoy I Love Lucy. Right. Because I know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now, there are some episodes where even when you know what's going to happen, it's just downright hilarious. Just right. because she was just so great at at holding the laugh. Um, but, um, yeah, it just wasn't it, – it was it was too predictable for me. 
I knew that, you know, they kind of set it up to be the the point where, you know, it was a birthday party and, and Lucy was going to invite everybody or, you know, whatever the sh was going to be. Sure. And I can't, I, I just don't enjoy the predictability of it. Um, now, for me anyway, her show holds up more so than like Leave It to Beaver, um, just because I think that uh, the writing was superb for the for the time, even for now, the writing was superb, and it was it was more in the execution than anything else. They they just had the perfect cast. They had the four principles, and it was just the perfect cast for what they were doing. And and even for me, someone who doesn't really enjoy the show, I can appreciate that they could probably do that show today. Um, with really minor tweaks and still, I think it would be successful on some level. I think it would still get laughs. It may not be the monster hit that it, that it is because of when it started, but, um, you know, I appreciate that show for, um, paving the way, if you will. So, um, why don't you, why don't you get to one of your lists? Okay. So greatest sitcom characters of all time. Number 10, George Jefferson. Uh, started on All in the Family, and then his spinoff was The Jeffersons. Well, he was moving on up. He was. Uh, number nine, uh, Arthur Fonzarelli. Fonz. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny, too, because um, in, in doing some of the research and some of the conversations that we were having yesterday, um, Happy Days completely slipped my mind as being one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Um, and they went through a really weird period with like laugh track, no laugh track, that kind of thing. But yeah, Fonzie's the coolest. Yeah. And it, funny enough, you know, that jumps the phrase or that, that coined the phrase jumping the shark, right. you know, cause he, they did that in the episode and then it became like all, all TV shows, you know, okay. They're right. going to finally jump the shark because they're at that stage now where nothing's working. Right. Uh, number eight, Homer Simpson, The Simpsons. Oh! Uh, number seven, Fred Mertz, I Love Lucy. You know, I know you're not a big Lucy fan, but it's very telling that that show is still on 65 years later. Oh, I, I don't disagree with it. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, I... It, I mean... She's single-handedly know. the greatest female... Comedian. Uh, comedian, uh on television. Yeah. I mean, single-handedly has paved the way for, because you look at, you look at any of the, the, the female comedians that have come on television after, and they all owe their position to Lucille Ball. Yeah. Whatever it is that they're doing, because Lucy was Lucy. I mean, I, I yeah. get it. And Fred was just a, a great character. Well, he was grumpy as hell. Oh, well. I mean, no. Grumpy's funny, which is why I'm hilarious. Yeah. Well, back to Fred. <laughs> Number six, Mary Richards, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Is that Mary Tyler Moore's character, Mary, yeah, Richards? Mary Richards? She was great, too. Yeah. I didn't, I, I wasn't, a, I mean, I watched the show. I wasn't, we talked about this last night. I wasn't a huge fan of that show. It was okay. You know, I, it, it was, it was a big thing because she was a, she was you know, making a living on her own. You know, she was living by herself. She was, you know, right. Pre women's lib thing. Pre Laverne you know. Shirley. Yeah. So. 
At the time, I really couldn't relate. Sorry, I gotta get my laughs in where I can get them. Number five, Ralph's crammed in the honeymooners. Yep. Oh, uh, honey, honeymooners. So we were talking honeymooners. Uh, They were on for one season. They were they were on for thirty nine episodes. That's it. Thirty nine episodes of the honeymooners. So originally you said one one season, season. and then I my research said. 1951 to 1955. Yeah, they they weren't on, um, and I didn't see what what years. Um, I think it was just. Would you say 51? 51 to 55. I think it was 51 to 52, and that was it. All I know because 39 episodes. That's too much for one year. Right. That's what I mean. So I think it was on for a full season, and then and then came back oh. for for more episodes. So maybe two years. Essentially, but not two full years. Mm. Really weird, but 39. And according to the thing that I wrote, that I read, um, they call them the classic 39. That, you know, really the show didn't need more than 39 episodes because it was just so great. Right. And they still, I mean, think about it. They still play that that show like crazy now too, like me TV and, and things like that. And they only had 39 episodes. I mean, they're just playing the same. I mean, they do that with NCIS on on USA anyway. They just play the same episode like 500 times, and then you're good. But <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a little more from you, but I was, that's well, why I, I have, was going to wait to finish talking so that why, I could laugh because uh, that's why I have artificial intelligence. Number four, Fred Sanford, Sanford and Son. Never watched it. I was going to ask if you ever watched that show. I could whistle the theme song for you. You don't need to. Just, <laughs> let's keep going. Number three, George Costanza, Seinfeld. Can't stand ya. <laughs> He's what, number three? Number three. I get that. Yeah. Larry David's show is supposed to be hilarious to curb your enthusiasm, mm-hmm. but we don't have HBO, so there goes that. Yeah. I think it would be tough. You know, you do a show like Seinfeld and it's so wildly successful. And we were talking about this last night or this morning, actually. And then you go off and you do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, don't make a perfect baby and then try and have another one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's hard. You got to take a break. Yeah, but there's still so much uh, creative talent. And uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus has has found success. I mean, her show, uh, New Adventures of Old Christine. That was good. Old Adventures of New Christine. What was it? The New Adventures of Old Christine. Right. I like that. That was on for a number of seasons. Yeah. It struggled. It didn't really find a... It. Yeah, but that's not saying it was successful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not an indicator, Nielsen. <laughs> oh, my. Get that knife out of my back. Uh, there's a sucker born every minute. Yeah. All right. Number two. Number two, Archie Bunker, All in the Family. Yeah. Not really, not really a show that I watched, but I mean, a part of it too is that it was kind of before my time, you know. Right. I was just a wee lad. Mhm. But uh, yeah, I get it. Number one. Lucy Ricardo. Oh God. I get it. I really do. I mean, you just, you don't have an, 
there is not another um, I, character in a 30-minute sitcom that is as absolutely iconic as Lucy. Now, what I thought was very male or female is that there's 10 characters on this list and two of them are from her show. There's only four characters on her show. That's because you have some explaining to do. I didn't. I didn't. Like <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I, it's a great show. Um, just not my thing. Okay. I I actually enjoy Ricky's singing more than I enjoy little the show. Ricky's. <laughs> little Ricky's. You can jam on those little little bongos. No, uh, Desi Arnaz. Because I dig the the lounge style from that that period, right? Um, and I I really enjoy his. Per, I, you know, I could have I I would probably enjoy the variety show that they did more than I love Lucy. Because I'm kind of lukewarm on Lucy. I mean, you know, I don't love her. She's I. I'm, I'm starting to get that. Sorry. All right, so that was what? Top 10 characters? Greatest sitcom characters of all time. Greatest sitcom. See, now Fred Mertz being in there does kind of surprise me. Fred had some great, great lines, and you hear me repeat them around this house all the time. I'm always dropping Fred on you. I mean, always. You think Fred Mertz is better than uh, Barney Fife? Yeah, because Barney. Barney is a is a there's not there's not like Barney lines there's just well yeah I mean, like isms hey Andy <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's like the one line that's just what he does but but I mean he's a character the writing on the I Love Lucy show was just great yeah I don't know I don't I don't know that I would pick uh, Fred Mertz over Barney Fife and I'm not a but, sh- well then you'd be wrong. Okay. Let's <laughs> say that right now. And I'm not. A, I'm not. You a, know how I know that? Because I have seen. Because we've been married for so long. And I have seen all the I Love Lucy, so I can make even the lost episodes. That's right. I, I'm not a bigger, any bigger a fan of the Andy Griffith show than I am of of I Love Lucy. I just think Barney Fife would. I think he'd at least be in the running. He, that's okay. Maybe he's number eleven. Maybe I would replace him from... I'm surprised that Cliff Huxtable's not on that list. I would maybe remove somebody from this list. Who would you remove? You want me to name names? <laughs> I want name. Oh, the pressure of a name. Oh, yeah. boy. Nobody's listening to the show anyway. I mean, what, are you going to be held accountable for... Dropping who off that list? I oh, tough. That's tough because I, maybe because I wasn't such a fan, but I'd probably give Mary Richards the boot. Ooh, see now you're giving so, me grief. No, I'm just saying so much for girl power. I mean, well, I'm not a feminist. So now we're going to lose all <laughs> listeners. We're going to listen, listener. Oh, oh, 
like I said, I couldn't relate to her, you know. So she had a job in an apartment. And she threw her hat in the air. Okay. She wasn't my cup of joe. Uh, I would put somebody else maybe in that spot. <clears throat> Who? All right, you think about it. I'll think about it. I have... While I try and find somebody to replace the listeners we lost. <laughs> uh, I'm going the op- opposite direction okay. a little bit. I am, uh, I am going uh, from a list that was actually the top 25 worst sitcoms ever. Oh, but you're giving us the top ten. Uh, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with the top ten. Good, because you're probably gonna break my heart with fifteen of from eleven to fifteen. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> there, this, probably shows that you watched. All right, number ten. Ready? I'm ready. A show I don't remember. Okay. Double Trouble. Who's in it? Uh, two twin girls. I didn't. I didn't write down their names. They weren't our doctors. They didn't. They didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> uh, the show was on eighty four to eighty five. Now we've lost those, those listeners. <laughs> Double right, so. trouble. Okay. Uh, surprisingly, that was on. This is from popcrunch dot com. So I mean, it could be one guy, you know, that just has an agenda. Who knows? Okay. Number nine, Perfect Strangers. That was a, that was a great show. It was on from eighty six to ninety three. Yeah, I that never. Was my cousin Belky. I never enjoyed that show. Yeah. Um. Um. Bronson Pinchot, Marklin Baker, eighty six to ninety three. Yeah, I love my cousin Belky. Yeah. Um. Number eight. Uh, my two dads. That was a cute show. Eighty seven to ninety. Did you watch these shows? Are you familiar with these shows? Um, uh, my two dads, Perfect Strangers. Um, let me see here. Perfect Strangers, I didn't watch. I'm familiar with it. My two dads, I think you and I watched that a uh, couple episodes. Um, hold on real quick. I can't do two things at once. Uh, let's see. I'm going to scroll. While you do that, I'm going to scroll down top 10 sitcom families. 10 was Leave it to Beaver. Nine was Married with Children. Eight was Family Ties. Alex P. Keaton, baby. Mm -hmm. Everybody Loves Raymond. Eight. No. Eight was Family Ties. Seven, Everybody Loves Raymond. Six, The Brady Bunch. Five, Family Matters. Four, The Cosby Show. Three, Boy Meets World. Did you ever watch that show? Uh, Boy Meets World? Mm-hmm. No. Neither did I. 1993 to 2000. Never saw it one time. Uh, number two was Full House. And number one was actually a tie. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Modern Family. For top... What was the the heading again? Sitcom families. Oh. I wasn't a big Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fan either. I don't know. Just something about them. I have have commitment issues with television anyway. I know you do. 
But it's interesting that that uh, Ed O'Neill makes the list twice. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is he's been on two really good programs. Yeah, but you would have thought that after Married with Children, you know, I mean, that was wildly successful. And Modern Families even more so. My point is that you would have thought that after that, he kind of would ride off into the sunset and he would be done. And then here comes Modern Family. Like, yeah, but I think that that's that's a I mean, good that's just amazing. That's a him. good indicator that that um, you know you can you can capture lightning in a bottle. Absolutely. You know, or, or twice or whatever the saying is, because mm-hmm. I don't know what the saying is. All right, okay. back to my list. We were at Double Trouble. We had Perfect Strangers, My Two Dads. Right. 87 to 90. That's three years. That's a pretty good run. Oh, I thought that was another show. I was saying that's that one. No, no, no. My Two Dads had Greg Evigan, Paul Reiser, Stacey Keenan, who was the right. girl, and then a show. young Giovanni Ribisi. I don't remember him being in it. I don't either. Because we never really watched it. Well, <laughs> you watched the show. I didn't watch it. Number seven, Baby Bob. Baby Bob? Baby Bob. I think it was riding on the coattails of Look Who's Talking. Hmm. O2 okay. to O3. Huh. Jolie Fisher, Adam Arkin, Holland Taylor, and Elliot Gould. I mean, it had a decent yeah. cast. Yeah. But um, I was a little busy then. Yeah, and I, I the whole Look Who's Talking thing never really did it. The Talking yeah. Baby just doesn't. Well, I it, liked the movie, but I didn't watch like the the second movie, and certainly didn't watch a TV show about it. Yeah. No, I, I, there's something creepy about you know that that dancing baby in those those commercials wigged me out. Uh, baby yeah. talking just doesn't work for me either. Mama's family. Vicky Lawrence. Yeah. They had a pretty good cast too. It was on eighty three to eighty four on NBC, and then it was syndicated eighty six to ninety. I mean, that had a pretty good run, but we have Carol Burnett backing, you know. Yeah, Carol Burnett was in it. Harvey Corman, Rue McClanahan. I think that was pre-Golden uh, Girls, one of your favorite shows. Yeah. Love that show. Number five. I don't even live in Florida. Number five. Ready? Mm-hmm. Cavemen. I'm surprised. That was, that... That was a spinoff <clears throat> from the commercial, right? It was. Yeah. Believe it or not. It, it right. lasted eight episodes. Shocking it had that many episodes. I'm shocked it's number five. We're talking worst sitcoms <laughs> ever. I'm surprised it's only number five. Here's one I'd never heard of Okay. from 1992. You know when they list your TV show in one year only? Not a good thing. Okay. Whoops. W-O-O-P-S exclamation point. Here, listen to this. Kids accidentally set off a nuclear missile in the Russians' counterattack, leaving six people left on the planet. Whoops. Here's the thing. Okay. I have I have kind of two rules about predicting the future, right? Mm-hmm. First rule is never dress your child as a, as a convict <laughs> for Halloween, right? That's the that's the first rule. Don't right. get them comfortable in the stripes. Right. Okay? Cuz that's just a bad omen. Right. And number 2, don't name your brand new TV show Whoops. And there's variations of that. Darn it. Oh crap. This is going to suck. Right. You know, just certain names that you probably just shouldn't name your new television show. If you want it to succeed. I mean, if you want it to fail, then I think Whoops is a pretty good name. 
Yeah. Whoops, I didn't went. I didn't recognize anybody on the cast, by the way. Number three, a show that was on for six years that you actually watched. Yes, dear. I like that show. I know you didn't, but it's number three on this list. And I agree with that because that show sucked. Anthony Clark was the star of that. That was a funny show. It just wasn't funny. How is it? How is it you go from I Love Lucy to Yes, Dear? I'm not saying that they're both neck and neck. I like apples and oranges, and they're very different. Okay. I guess. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Number two, 96, 97, at least it has two years on the books, Homeboys in Outer Space. Oh, my gosh. It's no surprise, though. It was on the UPN network. Remember the UPN network? I do. What is it called? Cowboys in Outer Space? Homeboys. Homeboys. <laughs> Homeboys in Outer Space. Homeboys in Outer Space. You should have just named it Whoops. Number one, uh, 85 to 89. So that four-year run. Mm-hmm. Small Wonder. I don't think I know what that one is. Girl Who's a Robot. She's dressed like a she's dressed like a, a like in a red with a white something or other over it, I think. I never watched it. Small wonder. But it was on for four years and Somebody it, was watching it. Yeah, actually you'll find people that, that really dig that show. And see, I don't understand that. Like I didn't watch any of these shows, so I'm perfectly okay with them being on this list. I don't know. Well, even if you did watch the shows, you should be okay with them being on the list. No, because I mean, not if a I watch of your taste. No, no, no. If I watch the show, it's not going to show up on a worse sitcoms. Oh, Jim and Cricket. No, because you want to hear my favorite sitcoms. You want my list? <laughs> if I say no, you're going to read them anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go top five because from ten to six, I can't really hear. I'm just going to read you everything that I have that isn't in a numerical order because I, I can't figure out where to put it. Okay. Does that make sense? What? I mean, it makes sense fris- for me. Your fris- Frisbee, throw it. Okay. Mad About You. Great show. We used okay. to watch that together. Night Court. Oh, sure. Now you're stealing mine because I read you my list first. Do you, no, I'm really not. Whatever, dude. I wasn't paying attention when you were saying your list. <laughs> I should always read my stuff first. You did read your stuff first. Which is why now you're stealing it. Three's Company. You didn't have that on your list. No, there's a reason I didn't have that on my list. What? Because Mr. Roper was the most annoying character on a t- sitcom <clears throat> earlier. Go ahead. Who was Mr. Mr. Roper wasn't Don Knotts, right? That was Mr. Furley. <laughs> I was a Mr. Furley fan anyway. Honeymooners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See... People are divided. People in this country are divided between two groups. Uh-huh. You're either Furleys or you're Ropers. <laughs> your Furleys or Ropers. Okay. You got your Furleys. You've got your Ropers. Okay. Andy. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Wings. Wings, great show. See. Uh-huh. And then uh, Happy Days. Yeah. Right. 
So that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six. So that's six. So I mean, that's not really 10 through six because there's a few more thrown in there for good measure. Here they are in order five to one. No, we have to hear the list again? No, this is from five to one. You just heard six items that took spaces 10 to six. Oh. Am I confusing you? Yeah, I thought those were your favorites. No, 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 no. In random order. Now we're going to hear them in those were, top order. Those were the, the bottom of the list in random order. For corn's sake. See, there's a Fred Merth line for you. Uh, number five, Seinfeld. Okay. Uh, number four, Modern Family. Number three, MASH. Number two, I'll be there for you, friends. Mm -hmm. And number one, I like to go where everybody knows my name. Cheers. Greatest sitcom ever. So you say. <laughs> I mean, it's just such a great show. Yeah, it was. It was a great show. I don't think it doesn't. It didn't make my list. But you know, I give, me, give me a I top five I didn't again. Research. I just you didn't research my, what? Like top shows like that. I just I didn't like, research top shows. I just sat last night really quickly and off the top of my head wrote some shows. Yeah, because if I had research, re, researched that? top shows, Mad About You didn't show up on any of the lists that I saw. And in fact, that tell you? I only remembered about Mad About You. Because I was uh, reading this popcrunch.com list of worst sitcoms ever, and uh, Paul Reiser's show My Two Dads was on there. Mm. And I thought, yeah, but I mean, he did, he did Mad About You after My Two Dads, mm. which was good. So. Yeah. We used to watch that all the time. It's a good show. I thought so. It's a good show for couples. You know, but anyway, did, so did you, you had a, a list of, didn't, wasn't there something on there of the top 10 sitcoms of all time? Oh, see, I have one queued up for the top 10 sitcoms of all time. And there's, there's nothing in here that's really old, but this is based on people's votes. This is from a website called the top com. No, and when I did look for, when I was looking for sitcom characters and they were all like cartoons because that apparently right. is what people are interested in now. Yeah, I mean, Family Guy and Simpsons have been on for a long time. Simpsons right. has been on just ridiculously And what's the long. other one? There was a, a character and I didn't know who he was and you said you knew who he was. Oh, um, American Dad, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's a sad state of affairs is that that's what people find entertaining. Yeah. That's, that's what rounded out the top 10. Yeah. Is that eight out of 10 were I agree cartoons. that those characters showing up on that list is, is kind of disheartening. I mean, that there were eight cartoons and two actual human beings. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah. That is, I mean, in, because... I Love Lucy was what, 56? 56 what? 1956 is when it came on? 51. 51? Okay. Right. So 
60, 70 years of sitcom television? 65. And Almost we can't, 65. And we can't come up with better characters than... Well, and I guarantee you that Stewie. they're not going to be playing, you know, Stewie's show 50 years from now. I don't know. They might. I doubt it. I'll do you my standard nickel bet. They won't be. I don't know. They might. You just can't. You just can't gauge what people are going to like. I mean, they won't be playing that. They may be playing other stuff like it, but they won't be playing that. We're still watching I Love Lucy. Hey, something I can throw at you. I've got a battery here on my side. Well, you're all charged up, huh? <laughs> all right. So my, I I had for my top favorite sitcoms. Again, it was just off the top of my head last night. Um, I Love Lucy was where it all began for me, and I used to watch that in the mornings before I went off to kindergarten. I mean, lay down in front of the TV and watch that. Before I went off to school, before the bus picked me up for school. Was that in Was that in fifty one when they were airing them? I or? think it was. Right. <laughs> First run, not rerun back then. A nice industry term. Yeah. Uh, taxi. Yeah. Taxi uh, was a good show. Danny, had, you can't go wrong with Danny DeVito. Never. Uh, I had Night Court. Uh, we talked about soap. Last night, which you said you had never seen an episode of Soap. Yeah. So we're going to have to see if we can download maybe an episode of that. I'm, I'm really not interested. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like using Soap. Oh, my gosh. You just don't know what you're missing. I, I, I mean, see, I, no, don't say you do. Know I don't know missing. that I'm missing. I, I haven't. I've spent my whole life and I'm, you know four years old and okay i've been doing okay i think my life is two been words good. for you three words for you okay all right harry potter marathon harry potter marathon seeing that i can get on board with i'm okay if you want to do that <laughs> <laughs> i already did that for you and you enjoyed the hell out of it and yet you won't even watch one lousy episode of soap you know what? You don't. That's not a road you and want to go down. The emphasis is not on lousy. The yeah. emphasis is on the sacrifice. That's not a road you want I to go down. I sat and watched all of the Harry Potter movies, and you enjoyed you. the hell out of them. And you don't know that you won't enjoy soap. Yeah, I but sat you know, I sacrificed all those movies marathon. I for you. I sacrificed so okay. much. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna break, cut my arm off, and beat you over the head with it. Okay, next. Uh, friends, of course. Right. Love friends. And that was nice because we could sit and watch with the kids, enjoy it all. Right. Love it. Have all the episodes. Love, love, love that. Um, you and I love Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Love everything about that show. Yeah. Just love it. Well, not everything about it. What do you like about Big Bang? I mean, I can't stand Sheldon, but Big Bang Theory is one of my favorite shows. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh I read it in an article. Well, actually, I read it in the comment section of an article. Well, actually, I just made it. <laughs> uh, what do you like best about Big Bang? Um, 
it's it's written well. It's it's funny. I actually Sheldon's one of my favorite parts about that show, only because um, he is so annoying and obnoxious. But they've done a great job of of developing growth for that character, and you see that that he's learning to be more human, if you will, um, and. And so that, and that's, that's interesting to watch. Um, but, and we were talking about this last night is that, you know, friends for me, um, was a TV show that wasn't necessarily, I mean, it was, it was the interaction of the, the six friends, but it was also Ross and Rachel's love story. And then later on it was Chandler and Monica's love story. And that was interesting to watch. So big bang theory is really uh, Leonard and Penny's love story. Right. Um, And then there's that challenging relationship of, so um, uh, Leonard and Penny are kind of the, the, the core of that show. And then Sheldon's the chaos. And so that's pretty interesting to watch. Um, But I, I don't know quite yet that it, that it, falls on my, I could, I could almost do without it, the show, because uh, just because of my commitment issues with television is that I'm not, I'm not so compelled to watch it that um, if I never saw another episode, I'd be disappointed. You know, like I enjoy watching, still watching past episodes of Friends um, years, what is it, 10 years now later that they've been off the air. Um, cause I think part of it's still relevant to my life. Um, and it's still written very well. It's still very, very funny, but it's, we were talking about this too, about like modern family, um, friends had a, had moments of, of poignancy about right. it. Um, and even though big bang touches on that a little bit, to me, that's where it misses the mark. Um, cause we watched two and a half men for a long, long time. Yes. And that show really didn't have moments of poignancy at all. Um, and I think it could have. And I think it would have been, because it's funny. Big Bang Theory is, is written very, very well. And you get a lot of outward laughs in it. Um, it's starting to become like um, with uh, uh, Howard's mom passing away you're starting to get moments of development and growth where you're getting more of those, those um, touching moments, but only now, I mean, you very rarely get them in the earlier seasons. Um, so uh, for like friends, they had them throughout the whole seasons. Um, and Modern Family does that great almost every single episode. Right, they do. Where you get really, you end the show on a really touching moment. And it's it's almost uh, a lesson learned um, without it beating you over the head. Over, I, I, I prefer Modern Family much more than I prefer Big Bang Theory. For that reason, it's more relatable to me. Well, that's the nice thing about Modern Family is that you laugh the whole time. And like I said, Lily is, she's the, her, her comedic timing is just unbelievable. You know, we've talked about like who our favorite characters are. And right. I always say Lily because 
every time they show her and I just can't wait to hear what comes out of her mouth next. But, you know, at the end of the show, they show whoever, you know, they, they zoom in on whoever's going to speak last and then they deliver that message and it kind of sneaks up on you. Okay. They're going to, they're going to give us a, some heartfelt lesson Mm -hmm. about what we just watched and you kind of forget that's coming, you know, and you laugh and you really laugh and then that comes and you're like, Oh, okay. And it's not like it ends on a downer cause it doesn't at all. Right. Oh, I, I think just the opposite. And, um, you know, the characters are all great. And what I was saying earlier is that the show is really relatable, whether that's the dynamic of your family or not of those three families, whether, you know, for us, we're empty nesters and, and none of those, families are empty nesters, Mm. but we can still relate to everything, you know, something that they're going on that's going on within those families. And, um, I love that about that show. Right. And with big bang, you know, it's just, it's really funny. And I love how touching it is at times. And I love how just cerebral it is most of the time. And I love how goofy and silly it is at times. Right. And I love how, how, the you know on the you were watching an episode the other day how they were throwing out lines about you know did did Raj say this about his girlfriend or right. his dog cinnamon right I mean that whole episode every time they would throw out one of those lines I mean that was just brilliant it was just so funny um, it's that kind of stuff that I just love about about Big Bang right you know. And it's difficult on that show for me to pick a character that I love, which is the way it was with friends. You know, you could maybe relate to one of the friend, friends characters. Like, right. I most like this character, you know, so then because I'm most like that person, I can relate most to that person. So maybe I like that character the most. Um, and maybe they give the best lines to this character, you know. Um, this one gets the most laughs on this episode or, you know, there's always two storylines going on with friends, um, with the friends episodes. And so, you know, today, this episode today, it's, it's going to be, Joey's going to get the most laughs on, on this one story, storyline and, and Monica's going to get a lot of laughs in the second storyline. And it's, it's going to be less heavy with Rachel today or whatever. But. That was kind of the thing that I thought was the great thing about that show is that, um, that I never really felt like, I never looked at that show and thought, okay, well, I most relate to that character because I'm most like that character. Mm -hmm. I think I related to all six of those characters because at one point or another, I was like all six of those characters. At one point or another. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the beauty of it when a show has that long of a run. Right. Well, and see, for me, I mean, anything goes back to relationships anyway, in that, um, you know, you can, the the show has to be enjoyable to watch for the relationships between the people that are involved. It's not a matter of, like, I'm a huge um, Three Stooges fan, you know, um, and, but there's not a whole lot of character development in the Three Stooges. You know, you watch it for the yucks. Right. You watch it for the physical comedy. Right. Um but after a while, as much as I love 
the Stooges and can watch the Stooges after a while, you've seen one Stooges episode, you've seen them all, you know? I mean, it's, it's the same kind of, you know, what's going to happen is that the three of them are going to start knocking each other around. They're going to fail at something until it all comes around at, at the end. And, you know, it, it's the Stooges. Right. I mean, it's not, it's funny as hell, but you're not watching it for the relationships. For me, any other TV, if I'm going to commit to it full time, it has to be for the relationships. I have to see, that's why I think Big Bang Theory is really good in the sense that they're developing, I'm developing a relationship with Sheldon, but I'm also watching his relationship with Leonard evolve. That's the intriguing thing about it. There's funny bits in it, but there's also this really intriguing character development that, you know, if they threw just a ton of heart into that TV show, um, I, I think it would show up on more. Cause you, right now you, and all the research that I've done anyway, in the past couple of days for top sitcoms, big bangs, not showing up. Well, and for me, it hasn't either, but the, the only, and, and I will say that the only shows that are showing up are shows that are not currently on the air. They're only on the air in syndication. Okay. And, and for me, that just tells me that one of the reasons that is, is because there are shows that you still think about years after they're done because they impacted you in a certain way um, because you had built a relationship with a TV show. That's why I still like Cheers because of the relation, you know, for me, Cheers is a love story between Sam and Diane and that relationship. Then that was one of, I mean, I was just a kid when that was on, but I used to watch it mm-hmm. and I recognized even back then that it was a love story between Sam and Diane. That's what makes that show so great. You know, that and, and Sam and Carla's relationship, you know, there's like, there's a, that's a love story in itself. And it, but it's a, um, it, it's a non relationship love story, you know? Um, so there's some really good storylines in there that you think about even coming, you know, 20, 30 years ago or after the fact that the show's, the show's over. Right. You know? Um, so I think one of the reasons why these shows are still, or are showing up on top lists is because, um, we haven't really had time to really feel about the shows that are on now. Have we built a relationship with these people, you know? Um, and how is that relationship? Cause maybe we have, but how is that relationship going to impact us five or 10 years from now? Are we still going to be talking about these shows? They may be really good shows. You may really like perfect strangers, but you're not talking about it. When it went off the air in 93, you're not talking about it. 22 years after we were well (laughs) we were because it was on a list yeah so is that it for lists are we done with the list yeah you have one though i do yeah you had one that you were gonna oh i had the top 10 this was based on what about bosom buddies did you used to watch bosom buddies i did that was a great sitcom yeah Tom Hanks. Yeah. And uh, Peter Scolari. Peter Scolari. 
Peter Scolari was actually funnier in Newhart to me. That was, that was a great, that was a great yeah. sitcom. And when that show ended, did you watch the, uh, last night I was, I was uh, searching for the top 10, um, you and I talked about it, the top 10 um, sitcom endings. Right. Season finales or whatever. Right, season finales. Right, and Newhart didn't show up, which surprised me because, um, the season finale of the New Heart show, when it ended, instead of his wife being in bed with him, Suzanne Blachette was in right. bed with him, which was just absolute writing genius. Right. I mean, you, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah. Well, see, and you were talking earlier about. Uh, and because I used to watch that show, right. I watched that. And but you were talking about um, Ed O'Neill striking gold again with Modern Family mm-hmm. and look at Newhart. Right. I mean, he struck at gold with those two shows. With those two shows, you know, and I I never watched the Bob Newhart show. I only ever watched Newhart. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I loved the Bob Newhart show. Okay, go ahead. Uh, real quick, uh, we'll do uh, <laughs> top 10 best sitcoms of all time based on uh, the com list and this is a voting thing so people people vote for these so we'll run down to number 10 uh two and a half men number 10 um i enjoyed it you know uh you know when charlie sheen went batshit crazy it was (laughs) we went to the taping of that it was good that was that's my that will always have um that's why that show will always have a special place in my heart is because uh you would surprise me with going to a taping of that, um, which was, um, shameless plug right across the, the alley from, uh, where they filmed Scarecrow, Mrs. King, shameless plug. And it was nice to be back on the Warner brothers lot after so many years of, after having been on Scarecrow, Mrs. King, shameless plug. Number nine, cheers. Number nine. Don't yell at me. I didn't write the list. That is a travesty. Number nine. Number eight, Modern Family. Quote, Phil Dunphy is the best character I've seen on TV in many years. He's your favorite character. He is my favorite character. A man who loves his family that much has got to be a good guy. Yep. Number seven, That 70s Show. Yeah, see, I think I... Is it Mila? Or is it Mila? Mila. Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw one episode. Just not my thing. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes. Uh, it, it, it's all right. Yeah, it's okay. Just wasn't really my, my thing. thing. I think it's probably, yeah, not really. Uh, number six, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Sounds good. Yeah, I I like uh, Carlton. My favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm cool with anything Will does. Yeah, I'm kind of I love hate with Will Smith. I either love it or I hate it. There's no in between. I don't think I've seen anything that I didn't like. You know, he and Jazzy Jeff are going on tour. I know that's going to be awesome. We don't have to go though. I I wouldn't mind going to that. I think it'd be good. I think it'd be interesting to see. Uh, Somebody gave me tickets, but I don't need to spend money. I get that. Uh, Number five, How I Met Your Mother. 
That's actually a TV show I want to watch. You've seen it many times. I've seen you want to watch. I've it. seen episodes, but I'd like to watch Nobody's it. Stopping you. <laughs> I'd like to see it start to finish. I think. Okay. You know, in one giant sitting, ten years worth. I figure I can do it in a weekend. Dude, have a good time. <laughs> I can do that. You, you who has TV commitment issues, and you want to watch it Time Out Mother all at one time. Yeah, it would okay. never happen. Uh, number four, your favorite show of all time, The Simpsons. When that show first came on, I used to watch it. Yeah, and and I will say I saw an episode not all that long ago, and the quality has definitely changed. It was very, very smart when it first came on. That was before I became a parent and my priorities changed and my outlook changed. But it was it was very, very, very intelligent. And it's it's gotten away from that a little bit, uh, in my opinion. Is that your opinion? It's my opinion. Yeah, is that your opinion? Uh, number three, The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, see, that's the first time I've seen it show up on a best list. Number two, Seinfeld. Right up there where it belongs. Yep. And uh, number one, Friends. See, now the, the Every... ones that are on my list made it up there. Yep. What do you know? Uh, well, I mean, you put the pop in pop culture. What can I say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. All right. Anything else? Well, I think that's probably good. I think we've beat a dead horse. Dead. Mr. Ed. Speaking of dead horses. Did you Did you watch Mr. Ed? Heck yeah. That's black and white. Doesn't that kind of go against what you believe in? No, 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 no. I'm not against black and white. Hmm. I like a lot of black and white. I'm against uh, boring is what I'm against, which is a lot of what you watch. <laughs> no, a horse is a horse, of course, of course. Unless, of course. Famous Mr. Ed. <laughs> no, see, I where to go from here. black and white that I can't get on board with is like uh, um, Beverly Hillbillies. Not entertaining. Because that's, 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 it's predictable. And if you've seen one episode, you've seen it all. We get it. They're hillbillies. They live in Beverly Hills. They have a lot of money. I, I understand the premise. Thank you. Move along now. Okay. So you say that's predictable. You don't like it. And Lucy's predictable. You don't like it. But you love the Stooges and you use the predictable word there too. But you love that. But but what did I say? I can watch it and enjoy it for three guys slapping each other around because that's hilarious. I have an older brother. Uh, but after a while, then it just becomes too much. It's a break for it's slapstick for being slapstick. And that's funny. But you can't watch. I couldn't watch Stooges. When did Christopher Walken get here? All of a sudden. <laughs> what are you talking about? All of a sudden, I crossed the, across the desk from Christopher Walken. What happened? The shows I watch <laughs> have been oh, entertaining. That's why I watch them. <laughs> 
don't get me wrong. I love the Stooges too. I love Abbott and Costello. I love good quality slapstick. My point was you use that word to describe those three shows. Right. And with for a caveat. One, you make the exception. Double standard. I'm allowed my double standards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anytime. Well, I've enjoyed it. It's been a good it's been, we've had a good run. <laughs> See you in another year. <laughs> One show a year. Uh, this is episode number 37. Is it really? Yep. Yes, it is. So thanks for listening. To the uh, guys with the briefcase from Deloitte and Tooch have to come out here and tell us. They did. They did indeed. They did indeed. Mm-hmm. Any last words? Be good to each other. Thanks. Catch you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.